Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com with Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap. They're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful Wrestling. It is November 2nd, 2022. This is the list in your boy. Our theme song says 200 strong. That was from January 2021. I am not paying Trevor Strong to do a new one or for a new intro. Jimmy, what, what ideas do you have for 300? I don't even know what number episode this is. So there are outlets where you can get jingles produced very cheaply. Uh-huh. Uh, and I did a couple for Know Your News just for like little new segment clip things. Yeah. So uh, I might experiment. I might experiment okay. and, and get something done. Yeah. You I know what else new, I I got some about? new intros uh, on the way, though. It should be fun. Do you? The other thing I thought about is the band that did the Shawn Michaels cover for your birthday video. Oh, yeah. I might hit them up. They're pretty talented. Okay. So Okay. I mean, we, we also have literal musicians on staff. <laughs> Will Washington, Joel Pearl, they True. are musicians. Reg uh, is a musician. We do have musicians on staff. But True. Trevor True. Strong did us well for the first uh, however many years, but... I, yeah, we stopped. I stopped numbering these because they weren't as good for SEO. I put the date on them instead. So I need to go back and find out what number episode this actually is because we got to be closing in on 300. I know there were a few months, like there were a couple months in a row that you'd missed. And, you know, here about once a month, I end up doing the show solo. But Caden yeah. says he's got me. He's going to count them up. Well, Caden, here's the thing if it's listing you, girl, it doesn't count. If it's what do you guys want to talk about, it doesn't count. Got to be me and Jimmy, me and Jimmy. But there we go, there we go. We'll see, we'll see. Got got a bunch of news on Fightful this week, Jimmy. We broke Black Label Pro and GCW to Fight Plus uh, just before we went on the air over on Fightful Select. I had news on CM Punk's possible wrestling future, maybe, maybe not. And how about this? Uh, I'm gonna have some more news this week on uh, you know some people the WWE is interested in. 
Interesting. Yeah. And we're, we're going to ask select.com. And I'm going to ask you some stuff about punk in a minute. First thing I want to do, since this is kind of timely now, November uh, 2nd, any update on our truth? If anybody missed it, he uh, was on NXT last mm -hmm. night. He tried to dive over the top. Looks like he caught his foot maybe on the rope, took a really hard fall. They stopped the match. Have you heard anything about our truth? I haven't heard an update yet. Um, obviously, it wasn't like terrible, terrible or anything. He, right. he was able to be helped out, but uh, I'm still waiting to find some news. Honestly, a lot of the people that that I would be able to ask on an airplane, not not getting their messages right now. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that takes me to my next topic because this well, is a developing. Before we before we get to it, okay. Leave a thumbs up. I want you guys to help us with the algorithm for a couple reasons. Um, YouTube has changed their format on YouTube. Like right now, I can see we've got about half the live viewers as usual because they have switched it up into tabs. They've got videos, shorts and live stuff. Now, I don't know if this affects their algorithm or anything like that, but I would really appreciate it if you guys would leave a thumbs up if you're watching. I can't tell you how important that is. And if you're watching after the fact, or even right now, leave a comment on the video. That helps us so much, and it's not something that I push a lot. Other ways that you can help us uh, without being monetarily, uh, leave us a nice review on any of the audio platforms, even if you don't listen on those. But leaving a comment, like something you want us to cover more, what you think of the show. If you think I look stupid, literally anything helps out the algorithm there. But um, yeah, we would greatly appreciate it. Get your super chats and Humper Chats in. You can do that at humperchats.com or here on youtube.com slash Fightful. We simulcast on Twitch, on Facebook, on Twitter. I've got a link tree in my bio with all our links. I even threw in one of Jimmy's Know Your News links just because I'm a good guy. Just because I'm a good guy. Muted. Uh, but check all that out. You can leave your questions or statements before we go on the air. And then right after this, we're on the list goes on on Fightful Select. Right after that, I'm doing the, the Q3 call here on YouTube so we can find out how much money WWE made or lost without Vince. Why'd you make that face when you said... Uh... I got to know your news link. Why'd you make that face? What's your first topic? Yeah, I thought so. So this is a developing story. Uh, and you talk about shitty timing. So Crown Jewel, you know, word got out that Saudi Arabia has reportedly shared intelligence with American officials, suggesting that Iran could be preparing for an imminent attack of the kingdom. Uh, it's Wednesday. Crown Jewels on Saturday. I imagine that all the talents already on planes, or if not, they're going to be, you know, imminently. By all accounts, WWE is still planning to go ahead with the show. Have you heard anything about this? Have you heard anything about security? About any concerns? Especially when you got a guy like Logan Paul involved, and even Brock Lesnar. Like, what have you heard about this whole thing from a talent and company perspective? And we, we've got Matt Reichel saying, "Is there any news on Crown Jewel for Saturday?" Because the news going on over there, as as of now. Talent traveling over. The event is still scheduled to happen. WDB on high alert over the situation is the last thing that I heard. And it was like 3 in the morning, I think it was. 3.30. Let me see. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm getting messages right now. It says they're going to know to pull out a Saudi ASAP, ASAP should the situation with Iran get worse. Uh, but... That's going to be one of those situations where they go, well, sorry, we're not doing this. We're, we can't put our talent in danger. I think that right now with the people that they have in control, it is a much more likely thing for them to say, well, we're not doing this show. 
because of that, um, and this is just me spitballing, they could quite literally run that entire show on Raw or SmackDown or divide it up among those two. And I don't think that anybody within reason would be like, oh, boo you, boo you for getting your talent out of the way of danger. I mean, should they be going over there to begin with? Probably not. Even before this, they probably shouldn't be going over there. Yeah, obviously, it, it, you know, from a corporate perspective, revenue, an estimated $50 million a show, you can understand why they want to do it. And, and if they were to back out, I think they'd want to do it with the, the kingdom's blessing because you don't want to yeah. fuck up that deal. But it's a dangerous situation, especially when you hear when you hear something like, well, they're going to wait and see if things escalate. There could be shells in the air before you know that, Sean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it's um, it's a serious situation. If if I was a talent, I'd be second guessing it. I, oh, I've talked to several talent that were concerned and worried yeah. and, yeah. you know, all that stuff. But hmm. if you like, imagine being a Carl Anderson who talked all that shit about not going back there. Now he is. And he might be sitting on a tarmac again for, <laughs> for hours at yeah. a time. Yeah, and yeah. it's, it's, that's a nervous laugh, not a funny laugh because, you know, I, I just hope that a lot of these, I hope all these people are, are safe. Sure. Yeah, for they're sure. Okay. Now, in terms of the show itself, there are some matches on the show that are really interesting to me. And I want to ask you what you're most looking forward to. So for me, obviously, Roman and Logan Paul going to be very interesting. Logan Paul is a really good athlete. He has shown in his first few matches that he he's kind of a natural. But Roman better smash him, Sean. Anything other than Roman smashing him, and I'm going to be very upset. Uh, but that should be interesting. Roman uh, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley. I've loved the build for that match. It's just two elite level alpha males that want to beat the shit out of each other. I, th- I think it's been really, really interesting. I'm a little curious how Braun Strowman's going to handle Omos. Like it needs to be a quick match. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Yeah, they can't go long. Do, like I don't see him power bombing Omos. Like maybe maybe the power slam. What do you think? Oh, I think he could power bomb Omos. You think he could? Oh, with that yeah. height. Oh yeah, I think he could. Nah, maybe it might be know. a sad looking power bomb. Yeah, but it's gonna be. I think he can. I mean, you got to remember his background. Like he's man is incredibly strong, and I mean they they've been running video packages about that. Like they they that's what they kind of built it on. And to me, I think that uh, I think that what what they're gonna do is probably utilize that. I mean, the power slam. Honestly, the power slam might be even a little bit harder for him to do because of the height. Mm, uh, I think it'd be okay. As long as he, be, like, I, I always think back to like the British bulldog and the warlord. And I always wondered how the hell is like five foot nine, Davy boy Smith going to yeah. get that monster up on his shoulder. And he did He's it. A hoss. He's a hoss. Yeah, he did it. And like, I, I think the power slam would be easier than the power bomb based on the height and everything. But uh, I don't know. And then the other one that I'm, I'm curious how it's going to work out because of the market is Bianca Belair, Bailey, Last Woman Standing. I question how that market is going to react to that match. Because Yeah, but if you've got it, you got to put that on there. And No, sure, sure, sure. Like, I'm glad they're doing it, but I'm, I'm very curious how that market, because you know how they are with the women's performers. For sure. Uh, and it's going to be a brawl in the crowd. Maybe. So, maybe. You don't think so? They, they could do it around ringside. I don't think they'll do it in the crowd. Okay. I, okay. I would, Yeah. Okay. Now the other thing I want to ask you is they're bringing Bray Wyatt or they're promoting Bray Wyatt. I don't know how an in-ring Bray Wyatt promo is going to be received by that market. Have you heard about 
rough idea with the, for the plan for Bray Wyatt. I'm assuming maybe they want to introduce another character. I just don't see how an in-ring promo from him in that market is going to going to work. Did they say he'll physically be there or did they say just he'll be on the show? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't Cuz you, you don't need to have him there. Yeah. What to do yeah. some spooky shit? I, I don't think you need that. Um, but then again, maybe that audience will love him. Maybe they'll like it. Maybe they'll like the magic and the myth and the lore and all that stuff. But it's the, thus far, I enjoy the, the route that it'll be going um, I, or that it is going. I like that right now they're they're not leaning into the, the spooky and the magic. They're leaning into, man, he might have like six personalities. Right, that's right. And that worked awfully well for a guy named Mick Foley who had like four of them that ended up working out between Mick Foley, dude, love cactus Jack and mankind and got all of them over. We've seen Bray get them all over before. So uh, now I think that this is a good approach. One that's rooted a little bit more in realism than, Hey, I can put worms on the ring and all that and do some audio visual visual stuff. So I, I think that it could work out as well. I, I think, and I, and I hope so, but for this audience, you never know. I actually think that the spooky Bray Wyatt stuff could have worked out a little bit with New Japan, too, because it's so categorically different than everything that they do. I think mm. that he could have made it work. Maybe, maybe. So what are you looking forward to most on this show, on the Crown Jewel show? Oh, man, it's hard for me to not look forward to Lashley and Lesnar. It's very, very hard for me to not look at that and go, damn, man, I'm pumped for that because the two big sirloin beef sons of bitches, we know Lesnar's going to win. Uh, we, we know that. I also think that OC Judgment Day is going to be killer. I think it's going to be incredible. I think Uso's Brawling Brutes is going to be good. But if I had to pick one, it's Lashler Le- or Lashley Lesnar uh, in a Sirloin Beast Sons of Bitches battle. And who do you think is the probable female performer that the OC is going to recruit to battle Rhea Ripley? Now that I don't know. Um, because I don't think it'll be like, I mean, I guess they could pull out like a Tegan Knox who Fightful Select reported this weekend WWE is interested in, but I don't think that would get a desired reaction, especially there. Right. She had been battling visa stuff, but let's be real. If WWE wants you back, you aren't battling visa stuff that much. I don't know. I, I am going to report a couple more names that WWE has shown interest in on FightfulSelect.com this week. Uh, but I think Raquel would be a great one to throw in there, but I think you almost have to have somebody return or debut. I think so. Yeah, you got to have somebody like that. I think think so. I think so. Okay. All right. Let's talk about CM Punk a bit. So I know it was a week ago that this news came out. Nick Hausman from Wrestling Inc. talked to people in his camp, uh, and Punk claimed that the Bucks kicked. Bucks kicked the door in, hit Larry the dog, knocked two of his teeth loose. Which the the kicking the door down was in line with what I had reported just a couple days following the brawl out thing. And a lot of people were like, Oh, come on. That's so ridiculous. They didn't tell you that. And now y'all got it coming straight from another person uh, that talked to punks camp that this happened. Now I got to say Larry, the dog hadn't heard anything about that until last week. <laughs> Go ahead. So, sorry. Now the way you said that, it almost sounded like, yeah, you had heard it from Larry. So the bucks and Omega talked to Larry. You would you yeah. get him on the horn. The Bucks and Omega claim that the whole thing is an outright lie in, in terms of hitting Larry and him getting teeth loose and all that. They, they claim it's an outright lie. As a guy on the outside, and obviously I, I wasn't in the, in the locker room and I haven't talked to CM Punk, I can't help but think it's bullshit. 
just because why didn't it come out before now? And and the time that it comes out is right when they start teasing that the elite's getting ready to come back. Uh, and right when word is coming out that the investigation is wrapped up, which is probably going to lead to whatever buyout they're, they're working on. The timing of it to me is pretty suspect. It makes me think it's bullshit. What are your thoughts on this? Have you heard any more uh, about where Punk stands um, in terms of AEW and, and all of that? So as, as far as that, you know, I, I, I had heard in that report that Punk's camp had claimed that they hadn't spoken directly to Punk. Uh, I've reached out to Punk directly, uh, but I, I don't know if that means, I would assume that that means, well, they spoke to his representation, they spoke to his attorneys and all that, because how are they going to go two months without doing that at all, especially amid a surgery that AEW is going to have to pay for mm. and all that. But uh, we had the update on Fightful Select today, and without giving away all the details, one person close to, to Punk believes that he's got the wrestling bug and that it's not ruled out that he would be wrestling again and that it has been made abundantly clear that there would be options if he were to become free. Uh, speaking with people in the industry, I also get that 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 line of thinking as well. And I did speak to people in WWE last week as reported on FightfulSelect.com. And they said, well, I don't know if we'd bring him in for a full-time deal because I don't know if he'd want to, but why wouldn't we at least try for a one-off? And I mean, Jimmy, if you want to build one of the biggest matches in years and years and years, you do a one-off CM Punk Stone Cold Steve Austin match. Like I'm sure Punk would be interested in that. The promo work alone would be incredible because Punk can play a heel, especially emanating from this. If you can get one more out of Steve Austin, I think that's the one you do right there, a dream match that never happened. So if I'm WWE, I at least try to make it work for that one match. And I don't think that Punk would have a problem putting over Austin. Austin beats him. Everybody's happy at this point. But because um, what, what future are you going to have with Punk if he's not full-time? Like. Yeah, you, you want that locker room thing happening with you? you? You never know. And you never know what kind of attitude Punk will have moving forward. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, a year ago, think about this. Look, look back at the clips of the first scrums and how he's like, or, or even 10 years ago, where he's talking about like a lot of the things that he complains about now. And he's like, I hope I don't become that one day. Yeah. But I mean, now he probably sees things from a different perspective and he's a little bit more justified and all that. Um, there's, there's just, a, a man, there's so much here. So before this whole Larry, the dog teeth thing came out, and I, I think you broke the story about Jericho confronting punk that night, um, mm -hmm. uh, calling him a cancer in the locker room. Uh, I think Meltzer reported that Jericho is one of the guys that said he doesn't want to work with punk again before all of that came out. I would have said that there's probably a, at least a decent shot that he could work with WWE again if he's interested. Because a lot of it comes down to, sure. is Punk even interested? Because if, if he gets a buyout of his contract, and now all of a sudden he's got millions in the bank, you know, on top of what he made over the last year, Punk might be like, fuck it. Like, I, I'm, I'm done, kind of thing. Yeah. If he was interested, um, I thought that there would be interest both ways because Hunter's a businessman, and and I don't he doesn't have the spite the way that Vince does. But um, I think based on everything that's come out over the last week, I think that makes it less likely. If yeah. I was, if I was Hunter, if I was in Hunter's shoes, the first thing that I would do is I would go to the leaders of the locker room. So I would go to Roman and Drew and New Day and Becky and Bianca and whoever, it was Seth Rollins. 
I would go to them and I would say, do you want this guy in your locker room? Even if it's on a part-time basis, even if it's a Brock Lesnar deal where he's only in there, you know, six times a year, whatever. I'd be like, do you want him in the locker room? Can he coexist with him? And if the majority says, let's give it a shot, then I would go to Punk and try to make mm -hmm. something happen. If the majority's like, I don't think so, I'd pass on Tell him. what, Reigns and Punk promos would be very... I, I just long to hear Roman Reigns say that he's going to kick CM Punk's ass, but don't worry, he'll make him look real strong while he does it. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. Like, you, I can think what I want about the punk scrum. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that he's not one of my favorite performers of all time to watch. He is an undeniable talent in the ring, outside of the ring. But, I mean, sometimes you don't want to deal with what comes with that. Um, Caden says, this is listing your boy number 270. Congrats. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Good job. Uh, we've got a few more super chats and humper chats. Brian says, are you guys feeling oozy today? How are you feeling, Jimmy? Sammy Zane. Okay. So Sean talked uh, maybe last week or whenever that you want to do Fightful Select Awards this year. Uh, yeah, year-end awards. We're doing them. Uh, and so we're going to do them. Presumably, there's going to be a wrestler of the year because that's that's pretty typical. Correct. If Sami uh, Zayn, male wrestler of the year, female wrestler. Of the if Sami Zayn is not nominated, Sean, if he's not nominated, I am going to go into the Fightful Select code and add him myself <laughs> because he has been what a value contract, what a value contract. Because you know he's not making Brock money. Sami Zayn is gold. He is amazing. I loved that uh, Solo Sokoa was on the bump. And they said to Solo Sokoa, if you could be tag team champion, you got your brothers with you now. If you could be tag team champion, which one would you pick? And Solo goes, Sammy. <laughs> brilliant. It's yes. Brilliant. And it was very clear that Solo loves Sammy. And he was talking about how yeah. Sammy makes it, he makes it fun to go to work. Sammy Zane is a freaking amazing talent. He's been uh, one of the top guys this year in terms of, I mean, mm -hmm. first he had the Johnny Knoxville stuff. That Mania match I thought was a lot of fun. And now the Bloodline stuff, Sammy's been amazing. He's been amazing. Yeah. And so, so uh, he's feeling very oozy, I think. He's Sammy. he's incredible. He is so good. He's Him re-signing with WWE is, was an all-time great decision. Yes. Um, he's so awesome. since, since you mentioned that, I had, I had announced this last week uh, on Twitter. We're going to do the Fightful Awards uh, this year. It'll be towards the end of this year or the beginning of 2023. But it will be a complete fan vote on Fightful Select. So uh, around that last week of the year, prepare for your, your notifications to be flooded. But we have a bunch of topics, a bunch of categories. Uh, we're going to have Wrestler of the Year, Men's and Women's. We're going to have Performer of the Year, Men's and Women's, which is just a little bit different. But we're going to try to do all positive awards. Like I saw somebody say, oh, you're taking a shot at PWI or The Observer. No, I don't. I don't. Good for them. They can do whatever they want and more power to them. I just want to make this as positive as possible. It's going to be a total fan vote. Uh, we're going to do a presentation. I know myself and Will are going to be involved. We're, we're hoping to get Denise involved as well and try to do something special. Uh, there will be physical awards awards presented to those who who want them. But we've got a lot of cool stuff that, and, and we're going to have some newer awards as well. Like I think an under twenty award that we're planning on doing as well for like up and comers. So uh, I hope you guys like it. Uh, we've not done awards like that before, but I think our audience base is vast enough now to where uh, on any given month, it looks like we'll have over 9,000 subscribers. And I think that's a good, good base to do uh, awards like this. So the nomination process will be determined. I'm open to suggestions there, but 
Uh, I'm very excited for this. It should be a lot of fun, and I'm hoping it's something positive. Uh, as of now, I just plan on doing the winner and not doing like runner up, third, fourth, fifth, all that stuff, because I would like more of the focus to be on the person who actually gets gets it as opposed to not. But uh, you'll have to be subscribed to Fightful Select to vote. Uh, but very excited for that. And I'm very excited for what Lorenzo's saying. What are your guys' thoughts on WWE and the Noah partnership for Muta's match? Shinsuke Nakamura doing a match with great Muta. They're not letting him surf, Jimmy. He's going back to Japan. <laughs> you know what? So one of the topics on my list for later, maybe we could talk about it now, I guess, uh, is the whole Tony Khan independent wrestling thing. Well, uh, let's, let's talk about Nakamura and no, yeah, well, this, this plays into it. This plays into it. Sure. So, so what I was going to say is one of the, one of the reasons why I think it's okay to let wrestlers do independence or other wrestling promotion stuff is if that talent is not being showcased regularly on your TV, or if there's an opportunity for a potential talent exchange with that other company, then I think it makes sense. So in this case, Shinsuke is not being regularly featured on WWE television. I mean, they had him as, uh, as uh, hit Rose uh, guest partner or secret partner on SmackDown last week. He's not regularly featured. And so it makes sense. Let him let him go do the match with Muda. I think it's probably goodwill for Shinsuke because he probably really wants to do it. And so cool. Let him do it because he, he'll, he'll get that rep in. Maybe you can build that relationship. They want to do NXT Japan, right? Yes. So maybe you can build that relationship. There's reasons in that instance why it makes sense to do it. So cool. Good for good for uh, Shinsuke. And I've talked before about Muda, how he's one of the first guys that I remember in the late 80s, early 90s, uh, in terms of a Japanese wrestler working in the U.S., one of the all-time greats. Uh, and I'm sure that Shinsuke's probably looked up to him. So good for him in that situation. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's good that they're able to do this and they should do more of this often. And already we've seen more of it in a month than we saw for how many years in WWE because we saw the the Liger thing in NXT, but that was a Triple H deal. We saw it briefly with Samoa Joe in NXT, but as soon as Ring of Honor really started to use them, they're like, no, 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 let's get you under a contract. And even then, then that was also Triple H. So we're seeing more of this now than, than we had in years before, and I think it's great. Ricardo says Roxy for 20 and under. Well, she turns 21 in about three days. Uh, KE775 says, heard anything about the Survivor Series card? Nothing besides war games. And Bridget with a big super chat. Big thank you. Says, want to thank you for all you do, Sean. You're awesome. Was having a bad day and you made me smile. Well, I hope we make you smile every day. Uh, you make us smile by investing in us because that that's, that's how we are able to pay our writers and pay our staff. So, uh, greatly appreciate you, Bridget. You've always been super good to us, and we we will always appreciate you for that. So thank you so, so much. Uh, Darren says, any news on Mia Yim or Deanna going into WWE or AEW? Deanna's contract expires at the end of the year. Uh, Deanna's contract expiring at the end of the year is not as clear-cut as it seems. That's something that I had mentioned on Fightful Select. Um, I'm working to find out about like what's next for Mia Yim. She has not been wrestling in recent weeks, but... I'm going to have some news on Fightful Select this week about additional women's names that uh, they're interested in in WWE. But uh, Mia has not wrestled in about a month. So, and it, people forget she didn't wrestle for 15 months because of her WWE deal at one point. So, what's going on with Chelsea? She's, she's playing dumb with it and i'm not calling her dumb i'm just coy, saying like she's, she's playing coy there coy. you go 
yeah, yeah. She's she's not selling it. If so, somebody asked if I'll be paying eight dollars for verification. Probably, I can expense it. What? It's not going to be. It's not going to be eight dollars. Yeah, who, who cares? And also, I I posted this on Twitter. This outrage is going to be short term. Twitter is going to be just fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it'll be all right. K775 says, heard anything on any imminent NXT call-ups? Nope, I haven't, but I have been told that it will happen throughout the year fairly uh, fairly regularly. It won't just be this point, that point. They'll call them up as needed. The assessment periods are going to be much different now, as we saw. Unfortunately, there were a couple of releases um, this, this past week, which sucks, but the evaluation period is going to be much different than it used to be. I, I've said this numerous times. You will not see a Stokely Hathaway, Chelsea Green, and Deanna Perrazzo, who were all TV ready, getting parked for years at a time in NXT anymore. Those days are gone. Those are long gone. What do you think of... Uh, so I, whenever we do this pod on Wednesdays, I've never had the chance to watch all of NXT, but I've seen all of the highlights and stuff. What are your thoughts on Von Wagner getting the next shot at Braun? Well, if they're doing that, it would lead me to believe, and this is a lead me to believe, not like a, a, I'm reporting, but I would think that he's probably on his way up at the very least. They'll see if he can sink or swim. Uh, I don't know what he'd do, but I mean, they had teased the idea. They had they played around with the idea of him being up there before, right? but he's been on the last two weeks of dark matches. He popped up in the Brock Lashley segment as well. So it's very clear that they're going to at least see if he can sink or swim. And you know what? If they're going to do that, have him take that L to Braun Breaker. Why not? Interesting. Okay. We'll see what happens with that one. Uh, okay. Sasha Banks. So WWE did the live events in Mexico last weekend. And there's a gentleman by the name of Apollo Valdez of superlucha.com who reported and he posted a photo and he reported that a Mexican exotic wrestler known as Mamba uh, supposedly served as a tourist guide for Bailey and Sasha, and that Sasha was there uh, hanging out uh, at a live event. I don't know if that's what he reported. That That is the misinformation that has been purported as him being reported. That's why I didn't even want to address this on the show, and I mentioned that to you before. There's, there's like nothing to this right now. I have not been given any indication that there's much, uh, that there's anything to this right now. And okay. it got, it's sort of got misinformation. Okay, good. Yeah, I wanted to mention it because I saw a lot of people on social media, Sasha, 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 and so yeah, I figured let's 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 uh, let's because you mean, know some people some people are like she's going to be a crown jewel. You know what doubt I mean? It. No, doubt I it. know that. I know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Tony Khan and and the indie thing. I want your opinion on this. So Dave Meltzer reported that Tony has been wanting talent to not work indies, at least the top talent. So that they can get more rest and they don't beat up their bodies. Tony himself on uh, with Sports Illustrated, he said that he has tightened up the restrictions. He says he'll still allow it under certain conditions, but he's going to be strict about what people can and can't do. So I posted about this on Twitter, and you know what what one of the problems is with Twitter is you have a limited number of characters that you can use, and so because social media is so toxic, Sean. People will then take your limited number of characters. They will throw in their own assumptions. They'll put Jimmy, words in maybe, your mouth. Maybe you just got bad takes. Maybe you just nope. got bad takes. Every My week. takes are always accurate. Always every, accurate. Every week it's, well, I posted something on Twitter and I got ratioed real hard. Maybe you're just bad at This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, 
play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Twitter, Jimmy. No, no, no. No. That? no, no. I'm always accurate and correct. It's just that people like to shit on you because that's what they like to do. And so what I had posted on Twitter was that I had been a broken record on this topic. I always thought it was a bad idea for Tony to let these guys do independence. I always thought it was a bad idea. But there's an asterisk there. And the asterisk is there are exceptions. So if you are not a full-time talent, let's say you're on a per-appearance deal with the company, of course you should be able to do independence. That goes without saying. If you are not being used on TV, if you're sitting at home twiddling your thumbs, of course you should be able to do independence because it helps you stay sharp. But if you are a full-time talent and if AEW is investing television time into you, absolutely not. You should not be doing independence. It's not worth the risk of injury and the wasted uh, investment. Now, there were people on social media, and you know some of them, Sean. They said, oh, they're independent contractors. If you don't want them to work indies, make them permanent employees. And my answer to that is bullshit. And the reason I say bullshit is AEW puts a lot of money into their TV, right? And the TV is very valuable to the talent. The TV provides the talent with fame. It provides them with an increased social media platform. It provides them with increased merchandise, gives them outside opportunities. Would Sasha Banks have been doing The Mandalorian with the WWE TV? Probably not. Uh Gives you a lot of opportunity. Now, they AEW, the guys at the top especially, they make a lot of money. And so they are incented to be exclusive to AEW. So like I said, if you are on a per appearance deal, if they're not using you on TV, fine. You can do independence. Otherwise, it's a mistake because so much money is invested into the talent when they're uh, showcased on television that to risk that so they can go work in front of a few hundred people makes zero sense from a business perspective. So I, I disagree. Uh, That's cool. You can to, disagree, but I'm right. To, and and no, you're not. And I'll I tell am. you why. I'll tell you why you're wrong, because we've had this disagreement about staff on our site, too. And I say, unless we're pull it, paying them full time. I'm not telling them what else they can and can't do because mm-hmm. I don't have that. AEW is paying most of these people full time, but implying that, oh, well, it does this for their social media platform, does this. That doesn't do shit. I've got twice as many followers as Austin Theory right now. But Austin Theory, if he were to go on Cameo, 
Obviously, he can command more money than me. He's going to get more because of what we do. It's different. Social media doesn't really have as much to do with it as like that personal platform and all that. But like I also know of a lot of guys that aren't going on the road with AEW or girls that are going on the road with AEW. They're not making like six figures. They're not making tons of money. They've got to pay some of their own stuff. They've got weekends off because AEW doesn't work weekends. So they can do independent shows. And that's one of the points of attraction, Jimmy, for AEW. Unless you want to want to get into paying these people at minimum 250K like WWE is doing, you need to offer these peripheral things, which they're able to do with OnlyFans and Patreon and uh, additional merch and all that stuff. But some of it is supplemented by indies and signings. Like we see John Moxley. He's announced for the Pro Wrestling Revolver show, but it's not in a wrestling capacity anymore. It's a signing. That's cool. But you better believe that they made it worth his while. And how do they make it worth his while? Well, he's got a new five-year deal. He's getting paid millions of dollars. Also, he's an expanded role right now. Chris Jericho, he, he can do whatever he wants, but you better believe that there are probably restrictions applied to that as well. However, I'm just going to throw this out there because I saw him there this past weekend. Lee Moriarty, I would imagine he's probably not making millions of dollars there. So picking up the Black Label Pro bookings and picking up these independent bookings, they help supplement him. They help keep him active as well because there is no performance center. Working dark once every couple of weeks isn't going to necessarily keep him sharp. But he's going to make a little bit of money here and there. He'll be able to sell merch. He'll be able to establish some more connections with fans. More people will discover him. I think it's very, very important, especially in those in in like the levels that aren't the tip top guys. I'm with you on the guys like Moxley. I would not have let John Moxley do GCW if if he did. He certainly would not have been taking pizza slicers to the head for Absolutely. sure. Completely with you there. But when you got guys that are like, you know, Daniel Garcia, let him keep working the Indies, seasoning himself, making that money, doing all that. Uh, we, we've heard MJF say he doesn't even leave his house unless it's for 30 grand. Like, why, why would he put himself at risk? I respect that line of thinking, too, very much. Look at Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. She doesn't really work Indies like ever anymore. She did for a while, but. She got smartened up to the convention circuit and she goes to conventions all over the place. And because she's able to do that, which WWE didn't let their talent do, look at all the people. Like she's bringing in people from Cobra Kai that are like, oh, I met you at a convention. Yeah, sure. I'll pop up on Dynamite. I, I watched her talk up David Keckner, who is a successful actor, like at the Lexington Comic Con. Like she's Cobra able to make Kai. Do you mean the show Cobra Kai? Yeah. Really? What does she? What does she have to do with the show? I mean, she she went to their premiere. She's met a lot of their people there. They had the uh, the guy that played the the older fella on Dynamite last year or earlier this year. Oh, uh, uh, Kraus, whatever the heck is. Yeah, name yeah, is. him. He was on oh, okay, uh, Dynamite okay. this year. So that okay, stuff okay. it can pay off. That can now. I mean, granted, I'm sure that if if the presentation was. Yeah, just do signings. I'm sure you wouldn't have a problem with that. Do signings, do whatever you want there. No, and, and actually the, the example that you used, Lee Moriarty, I'm I'm in agreement with you mm -hmm. uh, in, in a case like him because he's not showcased every week on television. Sure. 
Right. So those guys I'm cool with the ones that are not making, you know, a significant amount of money and the ones yeah. that are not showcased every week on TV makes total sense. I'm talking the guys that they're devoting regular weekly television time to. Those are the guys where I wouldn't do it. And I fully agree that you have to incent them financially yes. in order to make it worth a while. I get all of that. Like you're I not going to give a guy. That's what I always said about our, our own staff. Whenever we're like, oh, well, you're like, well, they shouldn't tweet this. And I'm like, pay them not to. That's, that's yeah, the, I get all of that. Like I've if, always felt. If an AEW talent's making a hundred grand a year and if he's working dark, then you can't say you're not doing independence. I totally agree with that. Yeah. I'm saying if you're a guy that's getting a good full-time salary and they're showcasing you on television every week, no way. And Moxley's the perfect example. Like you said, there is no way I would have let him use the pizza cutter thing with, 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 with uh, Nick Gage. And yeah, if they want to do signings, cool. I mean, that's been happening for decades. I, I think I've got a solution though. Instead of like paying people more, what, Tony could do is just give them a subscription to nordvpn.com slash fightful Jimmy. That's what he could do. That he, he could do? be like, guys, are you all tired of paying expensive prices for our pay-per-views for UFC pay-per-views? Do you miss the WWE network? Well, nordvpn.com slash fightful makes that happen. They got a 30 day money back guarantee in case you don't like it. Spoiler. You will four additional months free. You're going to end up saving money on this. Look, Jimmy with his out of focus, out of focus camera there. You know, I've been going back and forth, Toronto, Lexington, Cincinnati, LA, Las Vegas, Nashville. I got North Carolina later this month. And I use NordVPN.com slash Fightful to access content wherever I go. Stop showing us that stupid Evander Holyfield award. Because let me tell you, this is better than the AFI award. And I think Jimmy would agree with that as well. Absolutely, 100%. You got three great tiers, whether you want to pass, a VPN, or a locker. And NordVPN allows you to change your virtual location with just one click. So you can get access to all that content. And at a much more affordable price, I bought that UFC pay-per-view with an overseas service. Thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful and saved a bunch of money. It's going to pay for itself after like the first pay-per-view that you end up buying overseas anyway nordvpn.com slash fightful you can block online trackers malware and annoying pop-up ads nordvpn.com slash fightful stay secure stay safe even on that unsecured wi-fi when you're traveling about i love nordvpn.com slash fightful closing in on working with them through 2023 as well very excited about that uh, and i love it when you guys hit me up and tell me that you use nordvpn.com slash fightful Velocipastor says NXT studio setting is holding it back. I agree. I, I, I've, I've been I, saying that forever. I agree too, yeah. uh, but they will lose money, a lot of money if they go on the road. That's, I that's understand. The I understand. I, I think the investment's worth the money. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what you have to weigh. Uh, I don't disagree with that at all. Will Sammy main event mania versus Roman? I would be shocked if he does. I know people have said that. Like I saw some people saying, oh, Sammy should be the one to uh, dethrone Roman. No yeah. chance. No chance. But uh, he's great in the role that he's in. He's never going to be a, a legitimate main event world champion, but he's great in the role that he's I in. I disagree with that. I think he could be. Really? Yeah. Matt says, presumably damage control losing the tag titles could mean Bailey is about to win the title from Bianca. Thoughts? I don't know if there's any real rhyme or reason to any of that. Like for all we know. Damage Control could just get the titles back this weekend at Crown Jewel, assuming that show happens. I think that we're going to see a little more hot potatoing of the titles than the year-plus long reigns that Vince McMahon had had come to love for, for a long time. I mean, Triple H came up 
uh, in an era where they they traded the titles back and forth often. But also, there was Triple H Reign of Terror uh, as well. So, I mean, Roman and Bianca, they've had the belts forever. And uh, how long now has, has uh, Gunther been the Intercontinental Champion? Uh, not that long. Just a few months. Just a few months? Just a okay. few months. Okay. Uh, Rob Wilkins says, WWE Locker Room, CM Punk, and anyone else can join myself and Maggie <laughs> this Friday at 3 p.m. for coexisting on Overbook. Crown Jewel Predictions. That's right. We won't be having a separate Crown Jewel Prediction stream this week because we got so much stuff. We have three interviews. We have the, the quarterly call today. So coexisting with Rob and Maggie on Overbooked, and then they do After Dark over on uh, Fightful Select. So make sure you guys check that out. Ryan says Meltzer said Sasha was there on Observer Radio. He said she didn't appear in front of the live crowd, but she was there as a guest of honor. She posted on IG today she's looking for a wig specialist next week. I mean, her looking for a wig specialist doesn't mean anything. She's changing her hair all the time. Um, I still haven't heard anything definitive from WWE or anybody that she specifically was there. Uh, Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, She's still good friends with Bailey. They go to like baseball games and shit together. So that would make sense. But she uh, she's doing well, completely separate of WWE, I think. And Matt James says they're going to give Alexa and Oscar the women's tag titles, then add that tag match to Crown Jewel. Why not switch the titles there? Probably just wanted something to pop the show. Like I said, they could switch it right back to damage control on Saturday. And I'm sure some people would raise hell about it, but they'd get over it almost immediately. Almost immediately. Velocity I mean, Pastor. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. I was, I was going to say it would definitely help the faction if all yes. three of them win the belts at Crown Jewel, you know, because it, it does feel like that fashion's kind of running a quicksand right now. Yeah. So, it, it, it's not quite the dominant stable that, that we thought it was going to be. Right, right. Meet Normus says WWE locker room morale seems to be at an all time high. Plus, they're getting that sands of time blood money. Don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze with punk. Stay oozy, fightful. That's right, guys. Shop.fightful.com. I promise in the next month, I'm going to add some new designs. Um, we're going to get rid of some of our old designs. So if there's ever a shirt that you wanted from shop.fightful.com, uh, might be hitting the bricks in about a month or so, but we're going to have uh, some up there. But one of them we're going to keep up there is the Sands of Time shirt. Velocipastor says NXT looks cheaper than the Impact Zone 2007. Impact Zone 2007 was full and lively and exciting, though. Uh, but yeah, Impact regularly looks like it has less production values now than 12 years ago. K775 says, with them promoting Seth and Roman's 10-year anniversary, any possibility of the facing off at Survivor Series? I don't think so, because I think they'll probably do the Bloodline in a War Games match. You got five guys in there. There's really no reason to not do the Bloodline in a War Games match. So who would be the opponents? I mean, maybe I mean, Seth. Maybe Seth would be a part of it. Maybe like they, they, you know, Kevin Owens was in there for a bit. Um, so maybe he could be one of them. Oh, I would love it if they went back to the 2004 method, Jimmy. I love Survivor Series with stakes. And if you remember, they had evolution against like Maven, Benoit, and a couple others. And the winners got to be the GM of Raw for a week. I would love that if these people like ran the gauntlet after Roman Reigns barely wrestling. If you had five people and if they win, they all get title shots or they get to run raw for a week or SmackDown for a week. And every week it's Roman Reigns beating these people. I think that would be great. It would help solidify his run even more than it already is. Yeah, they should do something. 
I, I would agree. love that. It was stakes added to those. And Triple H has got to know he was the the focal point of that. So hopefully. Uh, the third American male says, sorry if this is the wrong place to ask, but Alvarez on Wrestling Observer Live says something big is happening on Dynamite. Any word on what that would be? Uh, I don't have any word. I can blindly assume that it's something elite related because why wouldn't it be, right? What about the mystery former Ring of Honor champion? I haven't heard anything about that, but um, that would be very cool if it did. All right. It'd be be very cool if it was somebody substantial. But looking at that card, I'm not really expecting that. And that's just me because there's a lot of matches on that card. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's talk about Ava Rain, a.k.a. Simone Johnson. Uh, You talk about pressure on this kid. So she made her NXT debut last week alongside the schism. And everybody picked it up because she's the Rock's daughter. So all the entertainment outlets, mainstream news, everybody picked it up. To her credit, and you have to remember, this kid is 21 years old. She's 21. Like, she is a kid. I thought that she did pretty well. I thought she looked poised out there. I thought she looked confident. I thought her promo was pretty good. You know, The Rock probably cast the biggest shadow of any previous generational pro wrestler in terms of, you know, their sibling or uh, their offspring, I should say. And it sucks that all of the headlines, every headline that I saw in the mainstream media all said The Rock's daughter, Dwayne Johnson's daughter. That's all they referred her to in the headline. But I think the early returns show that she has a real shot of carving out a successful path for herself. We've seen a lot of offspring of wrestlers where they get a shot because of who their father is or who their mother is. And you can just tell right out of the shoot, they don't really have it. She had such good composure. She did. She was really poised. And and I had to go back and look up her age because I knew she was young. I mean, she she was so poised out there. Not that long ago, she was a teenage girl. I don't know her relationship with, with, the rock how much you know she's around him but you know if she took issue with something she was or wasn't allowed to do the person that she had to to go back and forth with was the rock right so i mean i'm sure that she probably developed a pretty quick wit there i thought she did really good i'm excited to see at the at the very least like well you know you got a decent talker out of her we haven't seen her work or anything but man i love it i hope she does well i mean and There, I, there's not a lot she hasn't already run into that she's going to run into. Like she understands fame. She understands yep. the tension and all that. And I'm sure that rock has told her, you know, everybody thinks you're here because of me. And the reality is she got the opportunity because of him. I mean, that's reality. Yeah. But she's really shown me so far that she has that capability because again, 21 is so young, man. And for her on live TV, she was really poised. And like you said, really composed and I was impressed. We've seen girls with years of experience that are worse. You know what I mean? Like a lot of girls yeah. and guys too. So I, I thought she was really good, especially for her age. And so I'm really curious how she does. And like you said, whether she's good in the ring or not, we'll find out. But if not, she at least has the ability to do uh, mm-hmm. the promo work and the character work. We've got uh, Patrick saying, any chance Punk would go to New Japan? Seems a good fit. Yeah, I think it's a possibility. I can't speak for him though. Velocipastor says, heard anything about splitting the titles soon? Got to get these belts separated. Rollins should be a champ right now in Raw, not U.S. champ. Well, I agree, but unfortunately, I haven't heard anything about them splitting the titles. I know USA wanted them to at one point, but I don't know about that. Uh, Johan Acosta says, 100 days since Triple H took over. What grade would you guys give? 
and what get, and what do you think he can do better? Compared to Vince McMahon booking, I would give him a B plus, A minus. In general, I'd probably give him like a C plus because like it's there have been some very not not exciting shows. Yeah, I I probably a lot of credit to Paul Heyman maybe, but the Bloodline's been great. I think the Bloodline is the best thing in all of wrestling right now. So, uh, but I, I know Paul Heyman is heavily involved with that. The Lesnar Lashley stuff, I think has been really good. Something else I think they've done a really good job with as of late is showcasing Johnny Gargano's personality. Oh, it's amazing what you he know? did. Cause you and I have talked about how they brought him out there and because he was Hunter's guy in NXT Hunter showcased him like a star, but a lot of people didn't know who he was. Now they're showcasing his personality. He's got a really good sense of humor. He's got quick wit he's able to improvise they're showcasing that and that's going to go a long way with him there's some things though that are head scratchers to me like the distraction finishes sean hunter loves them yeah he loves them it's too much so many distraction finishes and i also question like jbl with baron corbin i'm like maybe besides the contact like i like the idea of it i don't like the here you are, you woke snowflakes. Get yeah. come on, man. You 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 can't go as far as Dan Lambert went. So just don't do it, man. I don't. Is there interest in JBL at all from a fan base? Is there interest? Like I not really. I I just don't. I don't under, like. I understand they want to attach Baron to it to a renowned heel, and they want him to get a rub off of him. To me, JBL, with all due respect to him, he's a he's a channel changer for me. And as soon as he yeah. grabs the mic, I want to watch something else. It's so understandable. I, I question that. Uh, and then I also question, you know, so he's bringing in a guy like Mustafa mm-hmm. Ali, but either he loses all the time or he wins because of uh, interference or something. Austin Theory, he'll showcase a, a good match. He gets the ring tie, but he loses most of the time. So I don't see a lot happening with that. But uh, at least we're not seeing the same match 18 times. That's positive. You know, I've seen I've seen positives and negatives with with Hunter taking over when he first took over. It was a breath of fresh air because we weren't seeing the same rematches over and over again. Now I've been seeing holes in the creative that I've been scratching my head a little bit. So uh, I guess we'll see where things go. You know, Ronald says for the surprise, ROH champion seems like they could be heading to a rematch with Claudio. Could Chris Hero be the mystery opponent? I mean, like a year and change ago, he said it was itching to get back in the ring, but was waiting for the right time. It would be a great spot if it was Chris Hero. I think that would be a really good approach. Uh, Odds Breakfast or Odd Breakfast says, I was thinking they switched the titles because they didn't want so many titles tied to two factions. I don't think that there was any rhyme or reason like with with that necessarily. No disrespect or anything. It's just I think they probably did it because they needed a and they needed a moment or something like that for for a raw that was kind of eh. And I saw somebody actually mention tonight why do something big they're going against the world series never punt for another show show people that there is always a reason to watch your show never punt i hate that i hate that mentality why do it everybody's watching the world series no piss off with that show them that the world series maybe you don't watch the world series and i know that's an uphill battle i don't care never punt for another show they also get the youtube view still like there's still yeah. other avenues. So I agree. I agree. We got MC scammer saying excited for the fightful awards you announced. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> he says, do you have anything regarding what Billy and trip spoke about regarding NWA and WWE? No, I think those were just vague conversations. WWE does not need anybody for developmental. 
especially in the states. So no, I think it's wishful thinking. From wishful thinking, wishful thinking. That's exactly yeah. what it is. There is zero chance that that, that WWE is going to use the NWA. They've already got NXT. Zero. Unfortunately, uh, MC Scammer says that he uh, saved his balls and money thanks to manscaped.com slash Fightful because he saved 30 bucks on their $119 box. There's a lot of good stuff there. Make an investment in your nutsack. Um, but Velocipastor says, when will Pritchard get pushed all the way out? Uh, no time soon. I hear he's doing pretty well over there. He's doing pretty well. What else you got, Jimmy? We got about six, seven minutes left before the list goes on on Fightful Select. So WWE Money today, November 2nd, they're scheduled to announce their Q3 earnings. And according to Seeking Alpha, the revenue estimate is 284.06 million, which is 11% increase year over year. I haven't checked in the last uh, hour or two, but the last time I checked, the WWE stock was hovering around 79 bucks. And you got to remember six months ago, it was at 55 bucks. And I was hovering around 79 bucks. Their market cap, the last time I checked, was 5.9 billion. If they were to sell today, I think they'd probably get somewhere between seven and nine billion. And they got the next round of US rights, which is probably going to be higher, which means that their market cap, their valuation is going to go up even more. So I did I did a little bit a little bit of research back in 2016. That's when the UFC sold at a four billion dollar valuation, right? And according to CNN Money back in 2016, WWE's market value is 1.5 billion. Right mm -hmm. now, six years later, they're over four times that and climbing. It is fascinating where they've gone. Have you heard anything new about, uh, you know, them setting themselves up for a sale or anything? Or, or has it all been quiet? Because to me, it makes sense. Wait until you sign the next rights first. Yeah, it's, it's going to up you even more. I've, it's been a lot quieter lately uh, because I think, first off, anybody that's going to buy it wants to see how they're going to operate without Vince McMahon. If they're there already, why not wait until that happens? But um, I think that today's quarterly call might be very telling. I mean, the last time that we had a quarterly call, it was right after Vince left, I believe. So they were still getting their bearings underneath uh, underneath them. So 5 p.m., guys, tune in. We're going to have that call. The first 10 minutes are usually fairly exciting. Then it's usually the last 10 minutes, a whole lot of nothing in the middle. But I think that. Uh, numbers and a lot of information will be we will be very telling but do you think that it's a good sign or a bad sign that they're doing this at 5 p.m on a wednesday because they adjusted the time but well they've been doing them after hours the last couple of calls the last yeah. couple they've been doing it at the end of the day and okay. so I don't really think too much of it just because it's something they've been doing now in the past the idea that they were doing it late was because they wanted to avoid the stock crashing based sure. on shitty news. I don't think that's going to be the case this time. I think that they have a lot of positive news uh, yeah. coming out of this thing. This is just what they've been doing. So uh, I, I don't even know if Crown Jewel has anything to do with it. Like Hunter's going to Saudi Arabia. He's probably already on the way, right? Probably. I would say so. Okay. But I mean, so, they, they got Nick Khan and Stephanie. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah, 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 got a, got yeah. a few more super chats to wrap us up. How far will LA Knight go in the main roster? I think he can be an upper mid card guy for sure. But if he catches fire, he catches fire. And he's the type of guy that can absolutely catch fire. AT says, is the bar set higher for AEW? Feels like people get extra excited for the bare minimum with WWE and Triple H. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's just for WWE and Triple H. I think it's because of the, the uninspired creative that we have experienced for over a decade prior. I mean, honestly, since, since 
John Cena and Batista's ascent, it was a lot of the same thing over and over again for 17 years out of Vince McMahon. Um, and, you know, maybe he, he had trust issues because of Brock Lesnar, but you know what? He put trust in Batista and John Cena, and they worked out very, very well for him. But it was same old, same old for a long time. So I think people are, I think it's okay to be excited for a little less with WWE. AEW has established, you know, a pretty pretty strong track record of this will be exciting, this will be exciting. And I think they've started to slow a little bit, but I do think the bar is set higher for AEW. And that's a bar I'm sure they're, they're also happy to clear as well. The audiences are slightly different too, slightly. I mean, obviously there's some crossover, but I think the AEW audience, a lot of it is an audience that, wants that strong in-ring performance i think yeah and a lot of the wwe audience wants the entertainment aspect of it like i think that's the one of the big differences between the audiences jimmy here's a good question for you michael branson asked do companies at the scale of wwe still reinvest their profits i was curious to see if they did what did they put the money towards seems like that'd be a way to make some qol changes if not i can see why people would complain of course they reinvest the profits. They got a big building coming up and I can't remember the numbers on it, but it's freaking expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and NXT is, is an investment that, that, that they're making. I mean, I don't know what kind of money they're making out of NXT, but that was an investment that they're making. So of course, absolutely. They also, I haven't dug into it as of late, but remember they used to do a lot of investments into other companies like that video service. Do you remember that Sean? Yes. They're supposed tout. to be like, what was it called? The tout. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they used to be very public with the uh, investment that they made into stuff like that. So sure. of course they're investing their money. They still do the dividends. They keep a lot of cash on hand, but absolutely they invest uh, uh, a lot of money into stuff. Like I said, the new building. Uh, I think the new building is also going to have a brand new studio, I think. I'm sure. And, and all of that. And NXT is an investment. As we wrap up, Ryan Martin says, I know you reported WWE is interested in bringing some of the women back. If you had to guess, are there any names from outside the company they're bringing in like Taya? I haven't heard Taya. Uh, I haven't heard her. Wouldn't surprise me. I Honestly, I think they should probably bring back Johnny and Taya. And they're both TV ready. They're both good to go. Um, I, I could, I mean, Johnny, I thought was doing the best work of his career before he left. But yeah. I'd put I, him in NXT. I'd put Johnny in NXT. I would, I would maybe have him lead maximum male models. You know, what? I think that's not that would, a bad idea. I think that'd be good. Like that's not a bad idea. Aya could fit right in there as well, and he could kind of lead them, and it could be a little, little fun. Not a bad uh, idea. AJ says, "Do you see Bobby Roode as the WWE lifer?" Um, I could absolutely see Bobby Roode as a producer that lasts another 15, 20 years with WWE. Absolutely, but hopefully, you guys lasted this whole show. Please leave us a thumbs up. Please comment on this video, uh, not just the the chat, but the video itself. We would greatly appreciate it. We are heading over to FightfulSelect.com for the list goes on. Jimmy, anything else you want to tell the people? Uh, Nope. So on the list goes on, I'm going to talk a little bit more about uh, some Tony Khan stuff. Uh, Becky Lynch as Cindy Lauper. I'm going to ask you for your thoughts on some Jake Paul stuff. So uh, we'll do that on the list goes on. Thank you guys so much. Until next time, we're out.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.